Hey, what's up, podcast? It's Jeff. Just want to jump in here. This is a special bonus episode of Teach Better Talk. This is actually going to be a the audio uh, recording from a Facebook Live that our team is doing every single day, Monday through Friday um, at 8 a.m. Eastern Time in our Facebook private group. You can get in that group at teachbettergroup.com or uh, go on to Facebook and just search Teach Better Team. You'll see our page and then you'll see the group get in there. So here we go, a special bonus episode of Teach Better Talk pulled from one of our Facebook Live videos in our private group at teachbettergroup.com. Hope you enjoy. My good, 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 great friend, Sarah Johnson with me. Uh, you probably know her from Balance Like a Pirate, uh, which, which I just realized now somehow that you're rocking the shirt, that's <laughs> awesome, your sweatshirt, the hoodie, that's great. Uh, you got up super early for me, or for all of us, really, and I appreciate that a lot. Did you already run this morning? I did not. You did not? Yeah. So you're going to Okay, you run after. I was, I, was, I was like, well, maybe she's not up that early because maybe she already got up and run. So anyway, uh, this is our daily drop-in for, I think today is Wednesday, April 1st, correct? Um, and we are dropping in. I am bringing my phone up so that I can watch, uh, for your comments and everything going on. So give me a second on that. Cause I just apparently stopped doing that, but this is our daily drop and we're dropping in every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern time, which is 7 p.m. or 7 a.m. Central time. Uh, we are here. This is hundred percent for you for support for, for anyone who needs it. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I think a lot of it is support for us as well and us to, to, to hang out and talk. Um, but, um, we're here for you. So I see some people jumping in. Uh, good morning, Megan. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Heller, Mark Heller. Um, someone else said good morning. That didn't pop up and I'm waiting for my, my, um, a drop in here. Here we are. Now I can hear myself. So that's good. Oh, that was Brianne up up top. Hi, Brianne. Good morning. Uh, so I'll be watching for your, your comments and everything like that. Just uh, to touch really quick, these drop-ins are here live every morning. They do get saved in our videos. So if you're in our private group, you can go to videos and watch any of the, the backlog ones. There's some really awesome value in all of the ones that we've done. If you're listening on Teach Better Talk podcast, the best way to interact with us right now is to be in the Facebook group so that you can interact. Obviously, if you're listening right now, you're hearing this after we've recorded it. So make sure you get into the Facebook group over at teachbettergroup.com or Facebook and search Teach Better Team and get in there. Um, and then you can comment on future ones. So anyway, um, <laughs> Brian says, it was me, Bri. Uh, I, I, I don't know why, Brian, but I totally pictured you saying that like Mario. Like, hey, it's a me, Mario. I don't know, in the games. Anyway. Um, She's been looking forward to these morning meetings. That's what's that? I was just singing the Mario song for you. <laughs> do we need to take a minute? Do you want to? Do you want to get a whole like verse in? Okay. Good if morning. you if you think for one second that that's not going to be used in a whole bunch of other places over the next <laughs> eight years, you're wrong. So anyway, so Sarah, super excited to have you on. Um, I think a lot of people do know you, but for those that don't know you and aren't aware of who you are and your experience stuff, would you mind just sort of sharing us, like you know, what you do, sort of your your story in education, and and uh, maybe how they can connect with you right now as well? Oh, sounds good. So yes, I am Sarah Johnson. I am in Wisconsin. It's my lovely Wisconsin state nice. mug here. Um, so I have been a classroom teacher at the sixth through twelfth grade levels, and I always love sharing that I never. I didn't actually have my classroom. I had a cart for the first two years. So um, I was a rock star like that. And then I eventually got into principal. And so I was an elementary, middle, and high school principal. And for the last two years, I have been consulting, speaking, just doing a beautiful mishmash of things. I One of my favorite things I do as an adjunct professor. So I get to teach um, people who are wanting to be entitled roles a little bit about leadership and specifically the principalship. I supervise student teachers. I'm an author. Um, and so there's just a lot of really cool things that I get to do in the last two years. I've just really seen a lot more than I ever had before. I'm a leadership coach for Jimmy Casas and associates. So that's been a really big joy. Um, and right now I, like many of you, am trying to practice all that I preach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married to a teacher, a high school teacher. And so we're experiencing in our home what that's looking like for switching to online learning, um, without really a lot of 
mm-hmm. you know, heads up. Um, <clears throat> I have two daughters who are both trying to learn um, remotely as a second grader and a fifth grader. And I'm also in the middle of my practicum for superintendency. So um, when uh, when everything started kind of rolling out, I was at the table with some of these discussions. And um, so I, I don't know, I guess right now I'm bringing with me a bigger perspective than I thought I even had. That's what I got going on in this world. Yeah. So let's, let, there's a lot that we can dive into. Um, you, so I, I want to touch just because, so you're, you know, you got students in your house. You're also a student at the current time. Yeah. You're supporting, uh, you work with and support a lot of teachers and a lot of admin, a lot of district leaders and school leaders. And then you also have a teacher in the house. So what are the conversations? What are, I, I love to, not to put your husband on the spot, but he's not here. He can't tell. Um, what are the things that, what, what what are the maybe the initial struggles or challenges that he was facing and then have you guys overcome those have you figured out where like is is he feeling better right now that uh, like how far into it is he like was spring break last week i know for our district here in ohio like my my kids district last week was spring break so like the week before we were closed but it's sort of ah we're figuring it out and then we went on spring break and then now everything's really rolling out from the teachers they're you know doing a great job of of helping direct us and stuff. Is he there yet? Is he, are they still figuring it out or? So the interesting part, and okay, so we live in one district and I have been serving as an interim, um, not an interim, sorry, a practicum superintendent in the local district. And it's really interesting. They're only six miles away, but I think I was more in the inner workings on one and then just watching it roll out on the other. Mm-hmm. Um, very different approaches. <clears throat> and so anyway, we did not have a spring break um, in, in the district that my husband teaches in, there was just going to be like a Friday, Monday for the Easter weekend. Uh, so they hit the ground running um, and our governor in, in Wisconsin closed things up starting, I think on the 17th, they did not have students on the 13th. So they spent their day preparing. They had time to do that ish. <laughs> yeah. So it all kind of started. I think, I think we just got waves of communication at first. It was going to be Friday, you know, that they were going to be closing on Tuesday. And then it was, oh, nope, we're closing on Monday kind of thing. So it's just been really interesting to watch that unfold. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband has a very, we, I love him so much. We just have very different personalities. And so it's been interesting to watch because I'm thinking, well, how, this is how I would communicate as an admin. And it's cool. You just got to flow with things. But he is very much type A. I need the answers. I'm black and white. This is what yeah. I'm going to do. So just tell me what I need to do and then I'll do it kind of thing. So I think it's been... Um, so interesting to watch it all unfold for him. And uh, they started, they had their first Zoom staff meeting last week. After okay. Weeks. And they're, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I can't really say that they're there. Um, one of the big struggles we have is we're a very rural community. And so mm-hmm. we have a, our lack of access for internet is real. I mean, we have teachers that can't get internet at their homes. Um, yeah. That's so, a- yeah. I don't know. It's really hard to say right now. They're tackling this idea about grades and. I think the most recent conversation is it looks like you're going to try to do pass fail, but okay, that's, that's the stuff that weighs in my husband's mind is like, I haven't even heard sure. from students. So how am I going to fail them? It's just hard. So, but yeah, yeah we're yeah. just, if maybe some of you are in the same boat, maybe you're further ahead. I'm connected. So I watch everything and I'm thinking things through mm-hmm. and I'm always like, Hey, get on the teach better stuff, Joe. <laughs> I'm always sending them your resources. It's, you know, you say that you're connected. Well, first I want to say, uh, good morning, Joe. Good morning, Veronica. Good morning, Adam. Mr. Schmidto, nice to see you. Morning. And OMG, it's Sarah Johnson. that come from Ray. I love all the work to you. The podcast, the perfect listening during my dog walks these days. Hi, Ray. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so, it's interesting you say about connected. I was just having a conversation. I've been having a lot of conversations with people recently about my perspective as someone who is right now trying to support educators all over the country doing whatever we can and so i'm seeing like you like you talk about just six miles apart and the differences right like across country like it's crazy the differences because certain districts that maybe looked to be more prepared technology wise weren't as prepared for the the way they've actually integrated or not and 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 those that maybe weren't are just moving quicker because they have someone that was just able to do it quicker like that for whatever reason um i can't, i'm trying to remember who it was that we had oh it was um um stacy uh uh roshan was on our podcast the episode doesn't come out but she she does a great um she talks a little bit about how 
it's you know a lot of people are turning to her because she's this tech you know tech with heart right she's the tech person that everyone goes to but she said you know the problem is a lot of people think that people who are big on with ed tech were ready for this and we're like just can flow into it but the problem is integrating technology into a classroom is not this it to, to use typically to enhance right to enhance an experience to enhance uh, a system to make something more efficient it's not necessarily to run everything and now it has to be used to run everything too and so it is still this big shift in uh, it's been really interesting as, as for me here locally we have a great school district i love our school district our teachers are amazing my kids have had a great experience so far my daughter's in kindergarten my son's in second grade both their teachers are amazing um but it was interesting just they've had google classroom for a while we've been one-to-one -one for a while but most of the teachers have just never used it because it just wasn't they just weren't to that point of integrating it into a classroom yet so they're all learning too and they're doing a great job and uh, the spring break definitely helped because I know they all work during spring break, getting things ready. But um, it's just interesting to see how different it is across. And I think it's really important for us to remember that everyone's struggling with at different levels with different things. And then you throw in the whole piece of like equity and, and being able to get the access to to devices, to Wi-Fi, to stable Wi-Fi, to you know what the environment is at home or isn't, and just everything. It's just a it's a crazy. It's just nuts. Um, <laughs> it is. And so while we're on it, what I wanted to say is just to angle in a few perspectives. I, you know, I agree with you. Our teachers are amazing. Our staff. I mean, I've, it's been so beautiful to watch my second grader just kind of go through this process of kind of grieving. Um, and I want to get to that today if we can a little bit, but mm -hmm. this idea of grieving that she's not going to be able to hug her teacher, you know, um, and yet her teacher gives her a hug by sending a remind message and naming um, every student's name. Good morning, you know, for my daughter to say, good morning, Adele. And then, and then she just warms up and it was super funny. I have to share this with, with all of you. She, the first time she heard was that first week and she just kind of had this look on her face and, and I could tell she was processing it. She goes, I need a donut. I'm like, okay, we're not going to stress eat. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. That was how she was processing her grief. Like, this feels weird. Yeah. I hear my teacher's voice. I miss her already. I need a donut. But, yeah. But, and true, you know, from, I feel like I have a golden perspective that, that I am um, observing this veteran superintendent who is one of the best leaders I've been able to ever work with. And he and I have said often um, how fortunate I am to be watching this all unfold without the decision-making um, mm -hmm. play there. And I have said that I've, I've thanked my lucky stars. I said, I'm super blessed. Um, but here's what I want to say on behalf of the superintendents. You're right. Like there is nobody getting this right or wrong right now from mm -hmm. any level of leadership because from the classroom to the principal veterans, you could be a first year, you could be in it for 30 years. You've never led through a pandemic before. Yep. You've had other crises and you've had other communication plans, but none of them ever have happened to anybody who's currently leading. And so that amount of grace that we need to have for one another is just so it's, it's intensely needed right now. And, and I see that from a very local perspective. And so it's just something that like we feel always in systems. Mm -hmm. the burdens of those decisions and we're feeling them ever more now um, oh, yeah. but i feel for the people who are leading i can see it and so mm -hmm. let's just make sure that we're gentle and as kind as we can yeah grace i've heard that word grace there are more than anything i think right now but i think you say it so well is that no one's doing this right or wrong mm -hmm. some people are doing it faster yeah. some people are doing it slower some people are doing it differently but there's no right or wrong everyone's trying to doing the best they can with what they have or don't have and with the problems that come up and, and stuff. I think it's really important to not to for teachers to not only give themselves grace, obviously give their students grace, give their parents grace, but also give your leaders grace too. Um, and we've had a lot of people echoing that. So that's really, really important. Good morning, Tammy. Good morning, Kimberly. Good morning, Candace. Jeff Kaplan's on. Um, which this is a weird twist, but Kaplan's down by Atlanta. And it just reminded me, my brother, my oldest brother, Paul, my youngest three, my oldest brother, Paul is a doctor of uh, physical therapy down at Grady Memorial in, uh, in Atlanta. And if you know Lizzo, the R&B hip hop rap star, uh, she bought them all dinner last night. Oh, wow. Uh, she sent them a, a message uh, via their their Instagram thing and, and let them know that she appreciates them and bought the entire hospital uh, food. And Paul said it was awesome. So, uh, so shout out to Lizzo. You know, like her music or not, she's, she's a, she's a pretty cool person. And that was, that was just kind of cool. I love seeing that little thing. She didn't really publicize it a lot and like just people going out of the way to help do what they can. So, um, 
I'm looking at some of the comments coming in. There's Chad. Good morning, Chad. Uh, Chad just echoing what we say, you know, that he loves that no right or wrong as long as we're moving forward and doing our best for kids. Um, I agree that. So Ray wants me to sing some Lizzo. No, um, you already got Mario from from Sarah. I don't think you're getting Lizzo. Um, and you can, yeah, blame that on my juice. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, so Sarah, you, you mentioned the, the grief part. And I don't want to go into a somber mode or anything like that, but it's something that we were talking about earlier, just sort of the what this is doing for people who have other things happening that are causing grief and the, and the difficulty right now of not being able to, to to cope with each other because we're not able to be we're not able to hug right we're not able to put an arm around each other we're not able to cry on our shoulder and stuff like that i'm wondering if you have a message for anyone who may be dealing with that dealing with like a you know uh any sort of grief whether it's just the current situation or the the isolation getting to them or you know an actual loss in their in their life or anything like that if you i think you're just such a good person to speak to that well thank you first of all um i just tweeted out this morning Brene brown had a podcast episode that came out this week and so she's gonna say it one thousand times better than i ever could but the timing for me was exceptional and mm. um you know one of the things i would say right now and you said there's no better way to connect than podcasts i agree um you know we have so many you talk about the balance message it's like how do you keep it all going i don't want to add an ad well pop on some podcasts while you're doing the dishes or doing your chores or something like that i um I want to talk to this piece about grief, but I really highly recommend listening to that podcast episode because she talks about and with a person who wrote uh, a book on grief and making meaning through grief about the fact that we're all in a collective grief right now. And it spoke yeah. to me. Um, Ray just listened to it. It's so good. It really spoke to me. You know, personally, if you follow me on any social media, you've seen that I'm going through something personally right now that is challenging our um, capacity uh, because, it, you know, when I agreed to do this drop-in, I was so excited. I'm like, yay, I get to serve. I need purpose right now. It's, it's really important. And then over the weekend, um, somebody that I, I just love deeply passed away. Um, and, and actually, it's really kind of, if you give me a moment, a cool story because I think what we're missing right now is the ability to share our stories because, you know, mm -hmm. we're not gathering in our buildings anymore and popping out, oh. hey, what's going on the weekend? And if you don't have a structure for that yet, like you might be sitting here watching these drop-ins, but you're not sharing back and forth. So yeah. just a quick share story. He was actually a board member um, in my first principal job. And sure. I don't know if any of you have ever been principals, but it's really not like the most popular role. I always joke when I go um, speak, I say I'm actively recruiting for friends because I've been a principal in a small town. So, uh, but anyway, good. <laughs> so, yeah, right. Good man. Um, and so for eight, almost eight years, this man has still been in my life. And I just, um, I've been struggling. And so, and my daughters are struggling <clears throat> because, um, and my husband, because he's a friend to us all and we can't gather right now. So that's, mm -hmm. I mean, that's real. That's grief. That's real that we're processing um, in our separate spaces. And that can be really challenging. So I don't know if you're, if you're a person who's struggling, the thing that I heard from Brene Brown this morning that really spoke to me, there's a lot, but one of it was like this idea of when we, when we lose somebody, everything cancels. Mm -hmm. And right now I know you feel this stuff. Everything's canceling. Like, <laughs> you know, I had, I was set up in April to just go and travel. I think I had like seven flights, which is the most I've ever had just to be able to go yeah. and like spread my light and give this message. And that's been canceled. And so I just think my real grief right now with this person is a perfect opportunity for me to just remember and gain empathy for the messages that I do share in terms of like, take it easy, be mindful, do what works for you, you know, yeah. have some compassion. Cause yesterday I didn't want to do a thing. I was a mess. You know, I got my daughters to do a couple hours of work and beyond that, I was like, just stunned, you know? So yeah. I think that though, um, this idea that we're all kind of collectively grieving is huge because things are canceling, weddings are canceling. Um, you know, our, our events that we used to put on our calendars to bring us happiness or canceling. And amidst all of that, we're struggling with this line between home and work because now yeah. it's, it's, there's no separate space for it anymore. So anyway, I don't know if I actually had any salient points except to say that, um, grief is real. It's not linear and we're all struggling with grief right this very minute. Yeah. So I think just acknowledging that is important. I think Brene would be very proud with how you presented that. You're good. I'll let her know that you did well. Oh, would you? I will. I'll give her. I'll give her a holler after this and let her know. 
I think I've asked hundreds of people over the last couple of years. I'm like, do you know Brene Brown? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, give me your number, man. I just <laughs> well, she's waiting for me to give her a call after she like she always likes to know how our drop-ins go in the morning. Uh, um, so I'll let her know that you did well. Uh, I do want to read uh, Dave Schmidow says, Sarah, you are a lifesaver and a life changer from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. I am here because you are you and you listen to that small, still voice. Thank you for always reaching out and sharing your heart. Thank you. Dave. Dave's going to make us both cry over here. Jeez. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm going to echo that with Dave. You and I connected. I don't even know when we connected. We connected on our podcast. You came on our podcast oh, on Better Talk. Um, which, by the way, if you're listening to Teach Better Talk, go back and find it. I don't remember what episode it was, but teachbetter.com slash podcast slash Sarah Johnson will get you there. Um, it, was a, it was a while ago. But anyway, after that, we then got connected with on Voxer. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether it was you or me that started back and forth and you became this i i always joke that you're like my spirit animal animal my <laughs> my spiritual guide guider in so many ways and we just kind of um started checking in with each other and um just sometimes it's it, it was daily and then other times it'd go a week or so before we checked back in and then we'd go crazy for a day or two because we're like we gotta make up for it <laughs> um right. <laughs> and, and you know, I think about like not, and, and I think you and I discussed this the other day via on Rockstar actually is like not everyone has built that, right? This digital uh, PLN, this digital support system, and not everyone's connected that way. And those people are really potentially really struggling right now because they don't have that outlet. So something we were talking about before we came on was I shared out an article. I I can't remember what it's from. Um, I think it was from like a Forbes or Inc or something like that. And it was more based around like entrepreneurship and business and stuff, but it totally, you can totally always flip it. And one of the things was like a morning routine or morning things to be thinking about. One of them was who are you checking in with? And I think thinking through the people that maybe aren't as connected is a great person to throw on that list. Someone maybe who can't be connected. So that might be, you know, an elderly friend or, or, or parent or, uh, or, you know, a family member or whatever, but it might also be your friends who maybe who are connected, but maybe just don't have the same relationships. And I think one really neat thing about that is if you're reaching out and you're intentionally connecting to check and see how they're doing, it's going to help you too. Because mm-hmm. you're going to have these conversations, whether it's via Vox or whether it's via text, whether you're calling them, doing a video call, whatever, reaching out to people to see, hey, how are you doing? Can we just chat for a few minutes? Because you're probably isolated and bored and so am i and let's just check on each other i think is 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 super important um so i i appreciate that but what is ray saying ray saying jeff is such a liar i'm just gonna call her out right now jeff is such a liar but she spelled liar incorrectly um he's not that cool i wish he was that cool someday you will be cool jeff someday finger crossed she also crossed one finger versus that so you're gonna call me out i'm gonna call you out on not spelling and forgetting your ass (laughs) go walk your dogs ray um Hey, Jeff, I want to pop in and say this, that I do think it's really critical for these connections. And, you know, you saw me get emotional for for Dave saying that message. I just appreciate it because this is the kind of stuff that we need to do all the time, not just during the pandemic. So I saw something the other day that said, you know, what are we going to, when we get out of this, what are we going to keep? And what are we going to say, you know, Mm -hmm. goodbye, this goodbye, hello thing to um, and that intentionality is something that I've been speaking about for years, and it's something I believe deeply in. And you have been a person that has been, uh, you know, you say that that I'm your spirit animal. But uh, I was an educator and a principal. I had never known how to build an email list or, you know, like my podcast and do all these brand new things. And then to be alone, I empathize with you all that are experiencing this on the deepest level because um, I grieved. I chose to walk away from my position uh, out of a spiritual calling. But for months, I remember my kids and my husband going to school and I was lost. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I don't have the daily interactions. I don't have my purpose in front of me. And yeah. so building connections with people like you is what fueled me for the last year and a half. So I can, I grieve that for people who are, who have lost their connections, but I say now, do make those connections. Obviously, you're here mm-hmm. in the in the Facebook group, but maybe you're hearing the podcast for the first time and you aren't connected. You're just hearing people. And again, like I said, we we crave story and we need to communicate back and forth. So like Voxer is an amazing tool. I know you mentioned it, but that has been a lifesaver for me for several years in moments of isolation. Mm-hmm. And especially now, it's that human connection back and forth with our voices that really kind of keeps us moving. And so I think we need to 
you know, be practical, put some of those practical things in, in place to help our mental well-being right now, but then to serve others too. And I want to echo your, your great point about the fact that these, this should also be a focus even outside of a pandemic and needs to continue. And I really hope that the level of support and pouring out of, of, of help and, and tools and tips and tricks, and, and I'm here for you, whatever you need continues long after this, um, because it's so important. So, um, uh, Alex jumped in to help saying that your episode was episode, wow, episode 48. You were like really early on. Wow. Oh. Um, that's awesome. So thanks, Alex. Appreciate that. If you are listening on Teach Better Talk podcast right now, make sure you get into the Facebook group, teachbettergroup.com or get on Facebook and search Teach Better Team and you'll find our page and you'll find a group. These are going up uh, on our YouTube channel as well, which is just at Teach Better Team and then going on to the the podcast is bonus episodes as well. So like right now we've got seven podcast episodes coming out every week Two are interviews with awesome educators. And then these five re uh, five bonus episodes based on, on the, um, on these drop-ins. So, um, I do want to mention though, just cause I'm, I'm going to highlight like a, a time since we were unable to be together, you know, we're, we're social distancing. We're kind of isolated. We did get to meet. Yes, we did. This, this past summer was it summer. It was summer. No, no, no. it was like mm -hmm. fall, right? I don't know. When was it? What day is it? <laughs> what, what's day? Where are we? I don't know what it was. I went to Michigan because it was like the it was like the best trip ever, ever. And it was a great conference that I went to, but like the best trip ever because it didn't even have anything to do with the conference. Because on my way up, I got to stop and see Dave Schmidt, who's been um, commenting in here. And that was the first time Dave and I were able to meet in, in person. And I don't know how long our cup of coffee was, but it was pretty cold by the time we were done. <laughs> um, and then... Then I got to hang out that night with the amazing Allison Apsey. She drove down to, to see me where I was there just because I was somewhat close to in town. And then just out of the, the works of God, you happened to be a couple hours away, but sort of on my way home enough to where we were able to carve some time. And I think probably have a cup of coffee that was way longer than any, than, than a cup of coffee would be. Um, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm missing the high five and the hug. I'm not even going to lie. Like, sure. so I, I think it's important to then reach out. He said it was November. Thanks, Dave. Um, super important for that. So one, you touched on this, and I think it's really a big thing. We talked about it a little bit before we jumped on live. Is you know your your balance message from Balance Like a Pirate um, is crucial all the time. But I think right now, and you sort of touched on it. I, I can't remember where, where you were at when you you said it, but that there's just there's this blurred line or no line right now for for educators between their now virtual classroom and their home and this is coming from a lot of different things. One, because uh, you know they may have kids at home who they're also now trying to guide their education. They may be helping their their spouse or other loved ones deal with whatever situation this is putting them in. And then also you have students and parents and families at home that are attempting to learn this way, and they may have to learn at different hours throughout the day, and 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 issues come up at different times. So teachers are sort of always, even more so, always on, always trying to be available and and um struggling with this i think even more so than ever this this idea of finding any sort of balance or harmony between the parts of their life because there is this blurred or non-existent line of when do i stop focusing on my class because i want to be there for them or as an admin focusing on my staff because i want to be there for them like when when am i allowed to turn this off and become a husband a wife a father a mother whatever um wonder if you could speak to the balance message in these times in that note. And if you have anything for us at all, I'm not I, sure I know what the answer is. I have something for you. And the thing is that it's got to be whatever works for you. And that's the way it's always had to be. You know, I, mm -hmm. I know for a fact, one of the things I really try to emphasize is that balance is not 50-50. So don't try to, to chase that yes. unicorn or whatever you think it is. Like, I know there's so many... Um, schedules going out, which is super helpful because that's what we do, right? We're like, oh, mm -hmm. we're going to create a template and then we'll share yeah. it widely. And yep. and I think there's there's a few different schools of thought on that. When you see something like that, you're like, oh, I got to jump on because then I should be doing uh, a schedule, right? And then I should be following it. And then all, all of a sudden there's all this pressure and you these breakdowns, like these social emotional issues <clears> or, you're, yeah. or like you said, you're trying to serve and you're trying to, you know, parent your kids and teach your kids and blah, blah, blah. But the idea, or you feel comfort in that because there's a structure and there's a share, but I guess what I want to say is do what works for you. Like mm. the other thing is um, balance has always for me going beyond balance has always been about finding what works 
best for you in the most satisfying way that it can. And you are going to have to learn to pivot. I said that, I don't know how many times over and over for the last couple of years is that we've got to learn to pivot. When we have an addition, it changes our life. And when we have a subtraction, it changes our life. And Mm -hmm. so it's being ever mindful and self-aware. And so a huge part of that where I think our the gift of our balance message comes in is in the framework of the quadrant. So if you'll just allow me to, I'd love to. Yeah, do it. Listener. So we Please. have, okay. So we have these four areas. There's your, you, you basically, what you do is you take your life and you, you put it into four areas, not trying to do work in life. We're going to look at our personal life is one quadrant area. We're going to look at our positional. That's how you pay the bills. It's the time management um, energy management, all of that, your professional life. It's what we've been talking about is keeping up these connections, the, the learning networks, the podcast, the whatever it is to keep yourself growing. And a lot of people are having to do that right now. They're not getting paid anymore to learn how to teach online, right? Like all of these things that you're learning and growing. And then there's your passions. And so that is, it's not about what you do. It's who you are. Mm-hmm. And I just firmly believe this to the core of my being is that if, whatever season we're in, whatever addition or subtraction we've had now during a pandemic or when we come out is just being mindful of how we are intentionally immersing ourselves in any one of those. And if we are feeling out of harmony for things that are out of our control or in our control, we can control by becoming intentional, more intentional with each new step. And so if that is like Jeff said from that article, if that's a personal thing that's reaching out to people and you will make it a, a thing in your life that you are going to connect intentionally face-to-face on a Zoom or a Google Hangout or whatever that happens to be once per day meaningfully, then that's a personal connection. It could also be professional, right? Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do in those four areas of your life to try to get some normalcy? And for me, I want to hit this one hard for you, for all of you listening. Your self-care has never been more important than right now, ever, ever. I can say that yesterday I woke up and I was depressed. I am so broken over this loss that I've had, right? But, and then I, I moved through the day and my emotions are off anyway. But when I got out on my run, this wasn't a new thing for me, but it was like day 2090 or something crazy like that. But that's what I needed because, first of all, it's something I had established for a long time, mm-hmm. some level of normalcy, but I needed to refill myself. I could not sit there and help my child or my children process through their own loss from this family friend and do their math worksheets for the love. And, <laughs> you know, think about all of the things that I'm trying to create or whatever that is and not refuel myself because I could not come back. And then for the long haul of all these hours being back in our home, and give lovingly on any level if I hadn't poured that sunlight and that breath and that air back into my world. So that for me, it doesn't have to be running. That's what works for me. But you've got to find, even if it's 10 minutes, friends, yeah. and not like self-care is in go grab a, a, a adult beverage and sit on the deck. I'm saying something that's going to last forever that has meaning. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it is... Um, you know, water intake, maybe it's silence, it's meditation. I don't care, but it's got to be something that's going to fuel your emotion, your physical, your mental. And and you know what I mean? Like the five quadrants Mm -hmm. of self-care basically. Yeah. So I don't know. I I do think we can keep a line. And also one more thing in this framework, I think um, maybe you don't realize you can put boundaries on your time yet. I mean, maybe, maybe it's been only a week that you've been online learning and you're trying to find this adjustment, but you can still put boundaries on your time. You can still say, I'm only going to check emails during this one hour period, four or five times a day. Mm -hmm. And you can communicate that with staff. You can take care of yourself and set that boundary to students and say, I'm going to be checking my email during this time. Catch me here. Maybe you don't. Maybe you haven't been guided for that structure from your local district, but you can do that for yourself and for your own sanity. Um, and maybe you can't stick to a schedule that has um, craft time or whatever with your kids. Hmm. That's okay. Like loosen it up a little bit and figure out what works for your family. That's that's been a big one for me as a parent. Yeah. Um, a parent who happens to work with teachers all the time. 
Um, and so I've had a lot of friends and, and family that have reached out to me asking me for advice and, you know, uh, which is great and doing everything I can to connect with whom I can. But one of the things that I did is I set up a schedule for how we were going to operate and the, you know, I had time set aside for when the kids were up and when they were doing schoolwork, when they had free time and all these different things. And then I immediately got so fixated on the fact that I had to do that exactly how I laid it out that my anxiety was just through the roof. And like yesterday morning, like I'm kind of running, I'm getting things going. And my wife looks at me and like, she's my Amy's still essential. So she's still working. Um, and she's going out the door and she says, Hey, she's like, it's okay if you don't get to all the schoolwork, like they're going to be fine. I'm like, yeah, I know. She's like, no, seriously. Like it's okay. If you got to work and you can't manage them. Cause you know, my daughter being a kindergarten requires a little bit extra helping hand during her time. So we've, we're still trying to figure out that, that balance of, of it, do they need to be doing schoolwork during the day? So it's more like when they were in school, or is it okay to do it later when we're both home or able to do that? Is it, so I need to adjust my schedule and just do that. One of the big things was me adjusting to the fact of when they're, when I do decide it's school time for them, I need to turn off work time so that I can just be fully there and fully present for them, helping them with school and not worrying about how I'm bouncing back and forth and getting interrupted during work. And that was a big thing, sort of yesterday realization, but but you're right, you know, about like, cause I went and found all the schedules and all the ideas and all the different things to put in place. I'm like, oh, I'm connected. I know I'm in this world. I can go find all these resources. We'll be okay. And I'm like, holy cow. Like, no, cause I'm also trying to still, you know, run the business and support and stuff like that. So, um, so that's, it's just the crucially important message and the, the turning off and, and, and having that. And I want to read here a couple of things that came in. One was, oh my gosh, it's Sarah Johnson. That was Neil Gupta. Um, shout out for us. Kimberly says, uh, you know, it was really tough the first two weeks, but week three seems to be balancing out a little bit better. That's awesome. Kimberly, really excited about that. Adam um, said creating office hours has been so helpful for me. It allows me to be present for students, but if I do extra, I know I can stop without guilt. I think that's huge um, and speaks to what, you know, what, what Sarah was just talking about. So that's great. Here's a great one for you. Joe, our good friend, Joe says, wow, didn't know Sarah Johnson, who, who she was before. Love what she's saying about can't wait to connect there you go. That's what I was hoping for. Some people get to meet you and, and have that connection. So that's awesome, Joe. Um, and Alex, we with a great point. Our children will remember how we helped them manage emotions more than how we helped with a worksheet. That is huge. Um, and yes. Amen, Alex. That was, that was huge. And that's, that's been a big thing. I actually saw something this morning. I can't remember where I was reading that. And I don't know whether I shared it or not was something about, um, just any way you can journal on with your kids right now. Whether that's having them write, whether that's having them do a video, whether it's having them speak, whether interview them, whatever, talking with them through how they're feeling through this and their lens, and then also having them ask you questions and recording that all uh, because they're th this is history. This is like they we're literally living through something that they're going to talk about for either the rest of or at least a good part of their life, right? About the time that the world was shutting down and we didn't go to school anymore and we didn't leave our houses and um we you know we we couldn't see our friends and they didn't play professional sports and the olympics moved and all these different things like our kids have this this opportunity i saw that so I'm, i've been thinking now this morning okay how do i want to do that i think i'm gonna do video because my kids are adorable on video and that'll be a lot of fun to watch uh back and and see how they're doing that but um we're speaking of video i'm going way back here um talking about like just the the connections and, and actually touching on the emotion stuff is is yesterday my son got to do his first, um, they did a Google Meet hangout with his teacher and all of his classmates and all of but all but two of the classmates were there. So basically his whole class. And he didn't really, he wasn't really excited about it. He's like, do I really have to? Cause like I made him get dressed. I'm like, you can, like, you can keep your PJ bottoms on, just put a shirt on dude. Uh, Cause he, he sleeps like dad. He doesn't like to wear a shirt to bed. So he's like, can I just go like this? I'm like, no, you can't just go like that. You need to put a shirt on. So I got him set up here on my computer. I, I, he had his gaming headset on, connect in. And he just kind of like, his face was like, and then I clicked him in and like three of his friends were on time. And he literally went from this to just beaming. And like, I watched it and like, I'm getting like emotional right now. Cause like what I saw on him, my heart just lit up. And I'm like, Oh, like I'm so happy right now. And they were on for about 30, 40, 30 minutes or so. She ran like a sort of like their normal, normal morning check-in. They did Sharon and everyone got to talk. And then he kept talking and he started talking more than he had been. And I'm like, I don't think his teacher's on the video anymore. And so I stuck back over and it's just him and three of the kids just stayed on for another 20 minutes, just talking and laughing. And, uh, it was such a cool, 
just moment. And that's that emotional point. Like that's the most important thing right now. And I posted about it on Instagram and stuff about the fact that like, this is what's really crucial. So give yourself grace for all the other stuff. If focus, if you focus on, on how are you taking care of the kids? How are you connect with them and allowing them to connect with each other? And from an admin standpoint, if you're focusing on how you're supporting your staff, how you're helping them connect and help them feel supported as well. And from an all around point, how are we doing that for our families and then for our friends and, and everything? Like that's the most important part right now. We'll get to the content. The content will be there. We'll, they'll get what they need. We'll get them caught up when we need to, when we get things, get back to, you know, whatever that new normal looks like and we'll find the gaps and we can fill them. But right now the, the emotional piece, and like you said, I, and you voice it so well that your self care is more important now than ever. And so is your care for others and the emotional and that connection and stuff. So I want to just echo that there. Um, someone else jumping in. Who is this? Probably uh, making fun of you for saying you sleep with your shirt off. What's that? Probably Ray making fun of you for saying you sleep. No, actually, it, it isn't. <laughs> although that would be very accurate. It's actually Megan. Uh, Megan saying she saw this this morning uh, today. We've already taught our students two important lessons: we show up for them even when it's hard, and that we love them enough to be here. Ooh, that's that's powerful right there. That it is like that's the. And we keep people, we keep talking through that, like in Alex touched on like our children are going to remember that they're going to remember that we're showing up for them both as, as parents and family members, but also as educators, as admins, everything, they're going to remember that we are showing up for them and that we're here, that we're going out of our way because we love them. And your staff's the same way, your friends and family are the same way. Like it goes so far beyond just the four walls that are now virtual. Right. Uh, so that's really important. I love that. Uh, thanks for sharing that as uh, there, Megan. And good morning, Megan. Good morning, Chuck. I see Chuck jumped in. So good morning to you. Um, Brianne saying she loves that message. Uh, I do want to touch. So I want to touch really quick on some of the things that you know we have been working really hard on the team to create things and do things. Obviously, we're doing these daily drop-ins here on our in our private Facebook group, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central Time. Or geez, I keep saying p.m. A.m. 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central Time. Um, Monday through Friday, they are then being saved here in the group. You can go to the videos that being put on our YouTube page. Um, and they're also then being released on teach better talk podcast as a bonus episode. So if you listen to this on a podcast and you want to interact, or if you're watching this on YouTube and you want to interact live, the best way to do that is obviously get into the Facebook group, teachbettergroup.com, or just go on to Facebook and search teach better team. You can get in here. So you'd have an ability to ask someone like Sarah a question and engage with her. And everything like that so that's where you need to be we're also continuing to do the things that we've always done so four blog posts a week going out right now um our amazing writers are shifting so much of their focus on to the current state of things and things that we really think are going to help with a lot of the shift to remote learning and distance learning and things like that we still have master chat going on every thursday night 8 p.m eastern time 7 p.m uh, central time uh, we are also shifting the topics and the focuses of those chats with our moderators to be focused on the current state as well uh tomorrow thursday being led by uh our own chad ostrowski talking there as well um we have a new course that was put out uh, led by ray hewitt which is just all about it's supporting a virtual classroom a lot of great um general tips and ideas but also some a lot of tactical takeaways you can take and help you um, focus on the right things and, and look for the right tools to support your staff. We've got a whole bunch of new downloads that our teams all come together to create. So things like a distance learning checklist, do's and don'ts of that, utilize an SEL through COVID-19, um, weekly distance learning planning templates, just a whole bunch. We're constantly creating. Megan Deegan has done some amazing tutorials on things like Flipgrid, GimKit. Uh, we got a Weebly one coming out soon and uh, quizzes and a few others. So the team's working really hard. Everything's over at teachbetter.com for that. But we're going to continue doing these live drop-ins and trying to bring in awesome people like Sarah to talk and just share your different vantage point on things and, and viewpoint and stuff. i got a few more comments coming in. Uh, Dave says, yes, give students the chance to hear you and see you. The learning that ma matters most cannot be found in a textbook. The reason so many people feel connected with the two of you is because you are in our ears every week. That is what uh, what we need to encourage every other uh each other to do right now. Thank you, Dave. That's awesome. Appreciate that. Um, Kimberly says yes, with a whole bunch of exclamation points, show up, care and, and flexible and be flexible. So that's a huge piece. That's what you're talking about. That pivot, you gotta be able to pivot, you gotta be able to flexible. And, and I think giving yourself grace is a huge piece of that. Like you'll be able to give a grace. Go, oh, that didn't work as well. Let me try this now. Mm -hmm. um, uh, who's saying this brand saying join a master chat. If you haven't already time well spent teachers are, are connected. 
Uh, we love our mastery chat. There's such a, a great chance for people to connect as well. So thanks for that reminder, uh, Brian, there as well. Sarah, I want to make sure um, someone who's maybe just jumping into the video now or or maybe has been listening for a while and forgot when we talked about it at the beginning, uh, ways in which we can connect with you and, and consume the things that you're putting out and hear your messages and stuff. What are the best ways for us to connect? Well, I am at Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, S-A Johnson on every social media platform. Uh, that's not true. I'm not in like Pinterest and stuff like that. So it's just, okay, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Voxer at that same handle. Mm -hmm. We've got a Facebook page. Um, and so, and same with the email there. It's super easy, Johnson at gmail.com. Um, I haven't totally pivoted yet to put out a bunch of resources, but I'm going to do a webinar tomorrow specific okay. on self-care. And I have put that out there. I'll put it out there again. It's through a regional thing that we have going on here in Wisconsin, but they're, they've opened it up to everybody. So I'll be doing a specific webinar on self-care that has a little bit more content that, than I was able to get to today. But, um, but yeah, I'll be doing do you, a site, that, so. do you have a site we can go to find that? Where's, where's the best way? Is that just, I'll tweet it out. Okay. So connecting with you on Twitter is the best way to find that and get that. What time is that happening tomorrow? Uh, it's going to be 2 PM central and then okay. they will archive it. But I'm also okay. working on some resources myself, Jeff, you know, for, for listeners, um, for community, for everybody. But also I have a podcast. We didn't even really talk about that. We alluded to Yeah, that. let's do that right now. Let's talk about the podcast. I was like, I was waiting for you to mention the website, which is the podcast and everything like that. Yes. So yes, talk about the podcast for us. Right. So I have a podcast that I pop out weekly. And just this week, if you're listening to this fresh, I had Huda Isa. Um, and she is a nice. really wonderful leader in the Michigan. Um, but really it's about, she teaches about uh, cultural equity, diversity, we have such a great conversation, but I have um, launched Ray was on there. Tiffany, I think I've had um, 67 wonderful conversations that I've put out there and every single week I do. So I have a series coming up called um, In Awe of Champions, where I've got several people talking about how they're championing still even in the midst of this pandemic. So I'm excited about that. Um, so I hope you'll join me on the In Awe podcast, which stands for Amplifying Women and Empowering yes. the Community. I love it. And what's the website? Inawtorize.com. So make sure you follow Sarah, go to the website. Uh, like Ray mentioned right off the start that she loves listening to the podcast during her morning walks with the dogs. Um, and it really does. It's such a great way to raise uh, voices and, and do exactly what you're trying to do, which is empowering women and raising their voices. So uh, please make sure that you connect in with Sarah um, and reaching out. I can attest to the fact that she's always ready to help and always ready to have a good conversation. Um, if you need to get deep and have that conversation, she's a great spot for that. But also, if you just need to goof around and, and joke around, she's also great for that, too. So I love you to death, Sarah. Um, you, I, I'm so, I consider myself so fortunate for us to connect. I'm so happy that you're able to come on with me this morning, too. Um, so really appreciate everyone who chimed in, everyone who's been dropping in on these every day. Uh, the guests that have been coming on have been phenomenal. Tomorrow, I've got a, a really awesome guest coming in, too. If you don't know, uh, John Sowash is just a phenomenal educator. He is like the man when it comes to Chromebooks. So if you don't want anything with Chromebooks or anything sort of related to that tomorrow, you do not want to miss the drop in. I'm going to be drilling, um, uh, John on all of his things. He's putting out ridiculous amounts of, uh, resources right now. His, um, YouTube uh, channel is just incredibly valuable right now with, uh, with everything that he puts out. So, and he's a podcaster as well. Uh, so tomorrow morning I've got John, John Sowash with us. So, Definitely hope you jump in there. And then uh, like we're going to continue to do this. We're going to have several guests on throughout the weeks. Um, and we will we're going to continue these drop-ins until you tell us to stop doing them. So mm -hmm. uh, I hope you do that. Um, hey, Jeff, before yes. we sign off, can I, give you, can I give your listeners just one I think is so key? Yes. Okay. If you haven't already done this, put a boundary on how much you're consuming on your phone. Um, and this has been true since always, but now. Do not let the first thing you do in the morning be to pop on your phone and check what everyone else has to say in this world. Um, we want to be connected. We should be connected. We should be communicating. We should be knowing what's going on. But I really don't, I cannot emphasize this enough that finding a different routine in the morning and not popping on and giving someone else the key to the tone set for your morning, again, has never been more critical. So do something that feeds your soul, your passion, your spirit. Whether that's reading, whether it's journaling, whether it's exercising, it's silence, all of them. The Miracle Morning is a really wonderful way to start your day. But please, please, please fight that addiction to the phone in the morning.
so that you're filling yourself up with something beautiful and true and real and not someone else's, whether it's email or news or whatever, just please take some time for yourself in the morning um, before you start to take those steps forward for your day. Super important message. I'm going to ruin it because I have to make jokes. But what if like you're what fills up my spirit and I have to connect with you on my phone, Sarah? I mean, then that's what's good and real and true <laughs> in your world, then do it. But that is that is so important. I know I had to make the joke, but I wanted <laughs> to make you laugh and it worked, so I'm okay with it. But but, but that a podcast or a spiritual podcast for somebody, whatever. What I guess what I'm trying to say is don't get on the news feed. Don't yes, don't the, go right into the thing yeah. where you yes. I, I yes. but I love the idea of like make sure you're making the right decision of how you're going to set your tone for the day. Like that's yes. so important. You're right. That's important, like you said, far beyond any pandemic but right now so 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 important is is make sure that you're in control of how you're i, I can't you, you said it better than i did but that you're in control of how the tone of your day is going to be set how are you how is the rest of it going to go yeah. and if it is just logging in to see what everybody else is maybe complaining about isolation or again with the news and how bad is it getting that's going to set the tone for a bad way where you can consume that information so you stay informed after you've set the right tone you're going to receive it differently and you're going to process it differently so that that is super super important I have a couple last minute comments I want to throw out. Um, Tammy says she just just uh, subscribed to your podcast. Yay! You should get Tammy podcast. Tammy, communicate with me. I'd love to hear the podcast. <laughs> uh, Neil says I need to go back and watch this. Two people who inspire me. Neil, you inspire me. Um, Eric Guy, hey, good morning, Eric. Eric jumped on. Said good morning, Jeff and SJ. Um, and Neil Gupta said I'd like a daily drop in sing along with Sarah instead of checking my phone. So we'll work on that, Neil. Definitely. We'll see what we can do. But I appreciate you, Sarah. I appreciate everyone jumping in. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, check in with us every day. Uh, and if you're listening on podcasts, make sure you jump into the Teach Better group on Facebook uh, and and get involved in this conversation. The group's amazing place, even if you, even outside of these live videos. But uh, you can get them all um, here as well and get into the conversation every morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Central Time. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow morning. Sarah, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank and you. everyone, have an amazing day. Find, uh, find your set a boundary, find your balance, um, and reach out if you need anything at all. We appreciate you. Mm -hmm.